MP in the morning at 2SM, supernetwork.com as we broadcast into the central west of New South Wales and our footprint, of course, covering much of regional New South Wales, up to 95% of the joint, we're told. So it's important that we catch up with the brand new Deputy Premier of the State, Leader of the Nationals, Paul Toole. Good morning to you, Paul. Good morning, Marcus. Nice to talk to you. Congratulations on your new post. Yeah, no, thank you very much. And uh, what a what a day, what a start of a week, uh, Freedom Day. And Marcus, I hear it's your birthday, so oh. uh, happy birthday! You won't you won't forget it. I'm still waiting to celebrate my 50th last year, and uh, and I had my 51st this year in uh, lockdown again. So. Uh, well, as I, yeah, as I said before, mate, there's a little asterisk, um, you know, during COVID time. So I think we can, you know, just forget about any birthdays this year and maybe just pick it up next year. Yeah, I'll be right. 49 for the next year or so. Look, as you say, a really fantastic day. We've got a number of uh, restrictions easing across New South Wales. And I've gone through all of those of what you can and you can't do. The one thing that I do hear, though, Paul, quite often from a number of my regional listeners is the fact that they haven't had an opportunity to be double vaccinated as yet. Some, many, in fact, are still waiting to get their second jab. Uh, They say it's because there was a lack of supply or they had their first one done uh, six weeks ago and they have to wait until early November or mid-November to get the second jab. What does that mean for people in regional New South Wales, though, so far as restrictions are concerned? Yeah, look, um, you know, I think when you have a look at it, there, there was no doubt we did send some of those vaccines into Sydney and that was to make sure that we put up really a force field to stop the spread of the virus into regional New South Wales. And, you know, what we've actually seen is in any type of emergency, we actually can move resources to be able to send where they need to be on the ground to help communities. And we, we do that no differently when we have fires in areas. We send fire trucks from Sydney out into the regions to communities to make sure that we protect them We've also had areas where we've had vaccines redirected to where they have needed to go. So out in the far far west, we've had some of those vulnerable communities, our Indigenous population were at threat. So we've had vaccines sent out there to make sure that we, you know, protect them so that we didn't have any high risks of uh, hospitalisation and ultimately any death. So we we do know that, you know, some areas there has been issues and problems just with the the lack of GPs in those areas getting Mm. the vaccine. We've had pop-up clinics. I know that the ADF have been working on the ground and you now we've had the, the Royal Flying Doctor Service uh, working. We've had teams that have been going door to door. So it's been an enormous job. And, yeah, look, I know there are some areas that may be a little bit behind, but you know, there are some areas as well that have really got their vaccination rates up at the moment that are pretty high. I mean, Dubbo a week ago was sitting around 93% first yes. vaccinations and I think 73% double dose then. Now, that was a week ago, so we're going to get new data at the end of today, um, which is which will be positive. And because people have been coming forward and getting Pfizer, we don't have to have that long wait as well. So I expect those rates to climb quite quickly in a short period of time. But yeah, look, I know it's you know, a pandemic's not going to be perfect. The rule book's not going to be perfect. We're not going to have every setting right. But you know, we've we've done our bloody best at the end of the day to try and you know protect people and you know, get as many people uh, vaccinated. With uh, with the easing of restrictions today, now obviously that 
mainly uh, is to do with people of metropolitan Sydney and uh, the metropolitan area of Sydney also includes the central coast, uh, the Blue Mountains and the south coast down to Shell Harbour. Uh, so, I mean, look, importantly, we need to kickstart our economy. Uh, half a billion dollars, I think the boss said, Dominic Perrottet said uh, this morning that would be re-injected into our economy. It's a good start because we've been losing in excess of a billion bucks a week with all of these lockdowns and closures, etc. So, look, insofar as uh, uh, the vaccination rollout's concerned, it continues to power on. I suppose once we reach that 80% mark in the next week, hopefully the next week or certainly the next couple of weeks, that's when you will will be able to see people from regional areas travel a little more freely. Would that be the case? Yeah, that's right, Marcus. I mean, look, when we hit that 80% target, you know, state average, and we we actually get to the following Monday, that's when people from Greater Sydney will be able to get out into the regions. And, you know, that's going to be good for tourism. That's going to be good for businesses. And, you know, we know that people are busting, but they've been sitting in their concrete jungle in Sydney there for over 100 days. They've been locked up in their apartments and... You know, they can't go overseas, and the first place they're going to, going to go to is regional New South Wales, and we have a lot to offer, a lot to be able to showcase, and, you know, I'm expecting the, the droves to be coming back out into regional New South Wales. So this is, this, is, this is important, but also that allows us as well to get the vaccination rates up higher in our regional communities, yep. and that's why we've also got a, a delay uh, by stopping them from coming out for a few weeks as well. All right, now, uh, Tamworth, Port Macquarie, Wagga and Lismore, uh, these are the first areas in the state to display uh, this new COVID-19 digital vaccination certificate. It's being trialled in these areas on the New South Wales or Service New South Wales app. Um, Hopefully, uh, what, before or roundabout by next Monday, uh, this new app will be um, uh, uh, rolled out right across the state. Is that what we're hoping? Yeah, that's that's exactly what we're trying to do. And yeah. look, it is a, we would have liked it a little bit earlier, but unfortunately, we have to get the data from the Commonwealth government, and we didn't get it till the end of end of last month. So we've got that data now. They've put it into a Service New South Wales app, yeah. and really, it's going to be like a, a one-stop shop. So you check mm-hmm. in with your QR code at a business, and it's going to come up and show that you're double vaccinated. So just making it really easy for customers, but also making it easy for business owners to be able to you know, see that. Uh, oh, and I, well, I don't identify somebody who's uh, been double vaxxed. And we've got the yeah. trial. Uh, in the meantime, I say to people, you know, don't, don't panic. I mean, you can still use your Medicare app. You can still use your digital wallet. Yes. People can get their paper certificate. And if they haven't mm-hmm. got it, go to the Australian Immunisation Register and get one sent to you because it's, you, there still are opportunities to have proof of double vaccination uh, available right now as well. Well, I've got one right in front of me, Paul. I mean, I haven't... I'm just waiting for the the app to be completely usable in the one, as you say, the one-stop shop. So I've got, obviously, my Service New South Wales app and I can use that to to check in via the QR code. Um, And I've got my vaccination report uh, from uh, New South Wales Health. It was given to me on the date of my second Pfizer jab on July the 30th. So it's very clear vaccination report. It's got my name and the two dates are dose one, dose two, and that's all I need. I can take that with me to to get into any cafe, restaurant or or any other venue that requires fully vaccinated uh, status. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, and that's all that's all businesses want to see. And let's not make it harder for them. They've had enough stress. They've been doing it tough. You know, I speak to a lot of business owners and even in my hometown of Bathurst where we've been 
you know, lockdown for about eight weeks. You know, they just want to open the, open the doors because mm-hmm. it's been tough and they've, they've been tapping into their reserves. And, you know, we've, we've got to make sure that we support local businesses. I think that's probably one big message right now. Get out there, support the businesses in your local town because they need it. They're there for you yeah. when you ask for help. We've got to make sure we support them right now.